We are Squawking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes beyond the Walking Dead universe. I'm your host, David Cameo, and I'm joined by Bridget, aka Punky Brewster, who's in who's actually at New York Comic Con right now. This is the first time in Squawking Dead history where we're covering the news coming out of anywhere. And yes, and she's just saying in the private chat, see, I'm going to be relaying what she's saying in the chat. She's going to actually type it out to me while she's there because you can't take pictures. You can't take photos or videos. So she's in the chat with me right now as instructed as we worked it out the other day. Hey, Shauna. Hey, Sharony. Sharony says I'm supposed to be cutting clips for Dave, but I'm here for you instead. Sharony, jump onto the live. I left the meeting link for whispers as well for so if you're so by the way if you're in our whispers and survivors tiers, obviously the survivors tier members can jump on with us whenever doing an episode breakdown but occasionally i like to call upon our whispers tier members as well to join us in these kind of special streams every once in a lifetime kind of so sometimes we invite whispers onto these live streams as well to help me cover things and we can look at news together and talk to you so she says it's insanely loud in here and i can't hear you (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm, t- I'm telling her basically uh, to not worry about it. Wow, it must be insane over there. Hey, Shauna. Okay. Uh, Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. So I did see you earlier. Hey, Marcus. How's it going, buddy? Oh, I hope you're doing okay. We know. I've heard. So I hope you're doing well. And uh, yeah, so I think you can see the screen right now where we have the Twitter. Thank you, Linda, for sharing. I hope you're watching me right now. And if you are, I can't see you unless you're on the YouTube stream. Hey, Mr. Dixon from Inst- Instagram is also here, by the way. Hey, Mr. Dixon from Instagram. Hola from New York City. I've got Bridget on site. So I'm actually going to take Bridget's screen away. She still should be able to hear me or at least communicate with me in the private chat for the stream. And I do have the Twitter screen enabled. Hey, Linda. Linda, thank you for sharing the live stream on Twitter. Appreciate it. At some point, I'm going to be throwing the pop first stream. <laughs> Thomas is Thomas is there too. Thomas, are you in the uh, are you in the audience too right now? Uh, uh, by the way, Bridget says thanks, Shauna. Just soak it in and enjoy it, Bridget. That's what she says. You got it. I'll text my little heart out. That's what she's going to be doing. Okay, just saw pics from the two panel room. It's empty. From the two panel room? Do you mean like panel room number two or? Oh, okay, Thomas. You're, Thomas is working. I'm going Saturday. Okay, hey Sarah Miguel, Shelly Madonia. Hey, hello. Well, uh, thank you for joining us on Instagram as well. Oh, uh, okay. So they're saying the TWD panel room is empty. Okay. So I read that wrong. Okay. Thanks, Thomas. Okay. I was watching your podcast, Linda says. Oh, so we had to stop that to actually watch me here. Okay, cool. Thank you. There's a free live stream right now on popverse.com. Actually, I did not have to pay for it this, this go around. I'm going to flip over to it for you, to it. I flip over for it to you, to you, for it, for run for it, run. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. So you can see the screen right here. At some point, I'm actually going to make it full screen so that you can get a good gander at it. Oh, well, thanks for the follow, Pumpkinhead. Hope you're watching. Thomas says, looking forward to Saturday night. Do I need to bring a booster seat? No, Thomas. I'm only five foot two. <laughs> he says confident with the confidence of a six foot tall man. Oh, hey, meme expert. Uh, you're so, you should be excited. Dave, you need more eyes. Well, you know, if there are survivors or whispers to your member, <laughs> nobody's a survivor. But if you are a survivors and whispers to your member, if you want to be a survivors or whisper to your member, we do have a support system, one of which is, you know, obviously you can tip us on Kofi. Uh, join a membership tier on either Patreon or Kofi. It'll give you instant access to our Discord. And if you join the Whispers and Survivors tier members, we did in our Discord include a link to join us on stream. Let me just see the private chat because Bridget texted me a couple things. Everyday Grimes is here. Uh, David Thomas in 
I-N-G-E. I don't know how to pronounce that, so help me out. Oh, he's on here on stage as a contestant for trivia. So the everyday Grimes is. Of course, Bridget's phone battery is very low. I'm going to turn it off for a bit. We'll be back with the news. Okay. Well, thank you, Bridget. Well, it's not her fault. It's her first time at New York Comic Con, the scale of which is probably tremendous. You're too tall for me, Dave, at barely five feet tall. Well, you know. And, you know, you're welcome, Linda. I'm happy to do it live, like we always do. Four more minutes as meme 3E expert. (laughs) What do I call you? I guess, you know, I'm going to call you meme expert. Hold on a second. Thomas, you said, did you hear that actress Reese died? She was stabbed. No, help me out here. That would be very helpful. And who do you mean by Reese? In what context? Oh, Mitchell, thank you for sharing the live stream. (laughs) You're looking at Mitchell's recent share. Oh, hey, Walking Dead Eternal. Oh, you're saying Reese um, Witherspoon was stabbed and she died? Are you serious? I got to look this up, but I really can't. You know what? I can't actually. (laughs) Sorry. I know it's like we're one minute away from the panel, but I have to find out if if this is true. Spencer Grammer on being stabbed in 2020. Wednesday's Legally Blonde Horror. I'm not seeing anything right now. Oh, hold on a second. I, I do see something on Twitter. Oh my God, you guys. That dude, you can't do that. And it's one thing if it's like The Last of Us, bro. <laughs> God, you're such a jerk. All right. Let me just reload this. Uh, dude, you, you can't you can't do that. Also, your typing sucks too. <laughs> From the morning snow. Show <laughs> no. So, like, of course, I'm gonna take you more seriously because it sounds like you're being frantic. Oh God, dude, that was terrible. Are they going to show the teasers from the ones who live? That's a great question. It started, he says, meme expert. Yep, here we go. Okay, so I'm going to switch over to the other screen. We're fixing to give you some dicks in. Uh, welcome to the <laughs> New York Comic Con exclusive screening and panel for the guys, Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, everyone. This live stream. Good to have you here. Uh, we're going to have an amazing panel with uh, a little bit later with folks from the show. Not only that, but you all are going to be the oh, first people you, in the world to watch the season, the entire season one finale of Daryl Dixon. Will we get to watch it here? Lord only knows. Yeah. It's, uh, it's airing this Sunday okay, thank you. Thank you so at much 9 o'clock on AMC and AMC+, Plus, but you don't have to wait for that. We're going to show it to you right here. Um, however, just want to note, with great power comes great responsibility. I heard that somewhere. Uh, you all are going to see everything. You're going to see the whole shebang. But in order to give everyone sort of the same unspoiled experience that you're going to have, I'm gonna get uh, totally we just ask one thing, and that is to please not record or post any spoilers about what you see here today. Some very important people went to bat for you all to see this episode. What's really so great please about do this them a solid can, and don't ruin it for everyone else. I can lower it I mean, you can and raise it. it see, if you want to rub your fa- friends' faces in it, that's cool. Just don't get into specifics. Don't talk about, like, the scene where Daryl dies. Or oh. Hey, basically, most of you on here, stop spoiling the show. Especially you who get teasers. So much for season two, I guess. Um, now, all right, so listen, um, before we get to the season finale of Daryl Dixon, we have a few other treats for you uh, in the form of some brand new scenes and teasers for some other AMC shows you may be interested in. Shows like Orphan Black Echoes. Do you have any Clone Club? Clone of Club course. out there? Who's into, who's into Orphan Club. Black here, by the way? Uh, starring Kristen Ritter. We got something for that. Uh, shows like yeah, Anne Rice's Interview Darley with the Vampire. I know Daryl. Had just season two on the way. We got a scene for you of that. And a show that you all may be a little familiar with. A sh- it's just a show about a certain husband and wife who go by the names Rick and Michonne. Ooh, asserting the husband and wife motif. We got a teaser for The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live, as well. 
You guys are going to be the first ones to see it, and those treats are coming up right here, right now. Let's roll it. Oh, no. Okay, won't be able to record due to the videos. Okay, Bridget is going to actually text me on uh, whatever's happening basically right now. So I'm going to rely on that plus the Twitter screen right now. No, I know, I know, this is terrible. It's just like last time. Julian is saying that they're playing the the Ones Who Live trailer. Livestream panel started. They will have folks from the show, quote unquote, on the panel today. They will also show the entire Walking Dead Daryl Dixon finale at New York Comic Con. We're showing it's trending. Hmm. Thank you, at Rhea Espinoza. I also just recently followed at Margo underscore CEO. So she's been very helpful to Dalton Ross, our moderator from Entertainment Weekly, by the way, just in case you missed it. Uh, boss is calling David careful. Yeah, I know. I know, Linda. Listen, I'm getting in trouble for you guys. That's what's happening right now. Hope is not lost. By the way, have you seen our merch in our merch store? Uh, we actually created a shirt that says L'espoir est perdu, which means hope is lost. And it is a Walker Daryl and being guided by a very able Carol through the desert. And I thought we thought that was funny. We created that scenario from thin air from when when we heard that Melissa McBride was going to be off the show. And we thought, OK, what's the best way to get her on the show again? Oh, OK. Daryl dies. And he yeah, she has to parade his Walker corpse. <laughs> Sharon, he says, your shirt is preferred. Shonda says, not the best time for the live stream to drop. Well, you know, listen. It is what it is. Meme Expert says, what's your opinion on episode five of Daryl Dixon? What do you think is going to happen next? Uh, we just dropped our premiere of that discussion last night and the podcast episode as well a couple hours later. So you can check that out and you can get the full review. But listen, it, my opinion, and I kind of mentioned it in the episode, I, it is actually one of my favorite, the favorite episode, by the way. Dave, it's not S-E-S-T, but like East, but S, don't pronounce the T. Oh, Oh, did I not? Okay. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I thought I just said S S Purdue or oh, you do the E. Okay, l'espoir est perdu. Anyway, whatever. Okay, someone leaked the towel preview right now. The ones who live preview. I wish I could at walking with Megs on X. Well, it's all on X. We oui, sister. Okay. Oh, okay. L'espoir est perdu. Est perdu. Okay, I think something about the potential show mentioned and hearing Carol's voice. Okay, Bridget keeps going in and out, by the way. Can't see it on my phone. This preview starring Kristen Ritter looks great. Oh, Orphan Black Echoes. So Kristen Ritter is in the new Orphan Black Echoes, I guess. That's what Bridget is saying right now. So basically, these are the previews that are going on right now while, while the screen is all messed up. Okay, so... Why can't we see the teaser, says at underscore underscore Andrew Lincoln. Don is so iconic. I agree. Don Ross is pretty cool. He's had some harsh opinions about fear, obviously. Dave, are you going to speak French with me? Linda says, <laughs> hopefully at some point. Yeah, if you do some at some point make it to the States or I come to France, uh, which is a possibility, by the way. Evelyn and I said we will try to go to France. Okay, Megs is being spicy with her language. Teaser being shown at NYCC. So this is from Jeffrey to at T Walking D World on x i'm gonna hear it in my ears right uh, at some point once these teasers are all done i can't believe they won't let us see the teasers my goodness i know sarah beth pollock looking forward to the news coming out of new york comic-con this afternoon tbd the ones who live and interview with a fan bar sadly folks not in attendance probably won't get to see the footage scenes being shown amc will very likely drop the teasers trailers for everyone so maybe we can see them together here once they drop which is what happens you know in reality Popverse says, at Popverse says, stream now, watch uh, AMC's, uh, which we're trying to do, but you keep cutting us off. You don't let us get things. And the best we can do is have Bridget check in with us. But this is what's showing on my screen right now. I really like this poster. I do too. Were you talking about backdrop for the stream or the ones who live right now? If I do this and show you the whole thing, it's the ones who live. 
Oh, here it comes. Here we so, go, guys. All right, but let's turn our attention to now to why we're all here, the big Walking Dead event happening this Sunday, the season finale of gotcha, Daryl Dixon. Before oh, hey, we, uh, we watch the finale, one of the executive producers wanted to say a few words. Uh, he, he's actually done a little acting on the show. You might have spotted him. Let's bring Daryl Dixon himself, Norman Reedus, up on the stage. What's up? Hello. New York Comic Con. Wow. Literally, I'm How you guys a mile doing? or two away. Wow. Hell yeah. Yeah, hi. Hello. I'm going to make so I can look at him. Um, first off, I want to say... Uh, uh, He's so big. Call me. Yeah. I don't know who said that, but uh, call me. Um, a, a very large thank you. Uh, very grateful to AMC for signing uh, an interim agreement with the Screen Actors Guild that allows us to be here. Which allowed him working to Working together. Here. Going back to shoot in France the rest of season, uh, the next season. Um, but tonight, there's a very special thing. You guys are going to watch the finale episode. The first people to see it, I think, ever. So I hope you guys like it. Um, the well, show from, uh, the editor. Uh, under David Zabel has just been uh, fantastic. And Greg and Scott and everybody. And it's, um, it's been a real joy. So I, I know you guys are going to like it. So I love you too. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> that's that's it. We'll be ba- we'll be back. You're gonna get a lot more Norman yeah. right afterwards. We'll have the big panel and uh. Yeah. Yeah. I love all of you. Thank you for coming. I hope you enjoy the show. Did I make a mistake yeah. by going on live? Enjoy the uh, season finale. Daryl Dixon, right now. Ugh. Guys, we're gonna. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Why did they do this now? Why didn't they? <sighs> oh man, we're gonna have to be on here for a little while longer then, and it's just gonna be me until somebody has the courage to get a whispers membership or higher essentially if they don't post the teaser online in the middle of the panel like they did with sec i'm going to be this gif bridget's not around to to criticize me right now okay anyway so they're saying february of 2024 is at portal portal walking so it used to be called portal the walking dead uh it'll be blank for 53 minutes i know dude thank you mitchell <laughs> where the actual stream this is where we can watch the actual stream it's the popfirst.com actually but what's great is it when you watch it with us, you can watch it together and we can comment on it together. That's my excuse for keeping you on, basically. Um, listen, I'm transparent. There's no real reason why you need to watch this with us. Not at all. I'll see you later. Bye. People complaining, complaining, <laughs> cheering Norman. Also, I love you. Okay, so what is he responding to? Julian always drops spoilers. They're playing the episode not live now. So between us. Okay, hold on. He's live tweeting. Okay, so they're saying February 2024, Bridget has not checked in. I think her battery died, basically. Hey, Bartosh, when will they release a trailer? So as soon as they release a trailer, I will start playing it. Thank you, Linda. That's very sweet of you. I just saw that I saw that you uh, tagged me on your thing. Okay, so Matt first says, wait, let me get this right. We'll have to wait another 45 minutes or so because people are going to watch. Yeah, well, 53 is according to Mitchell. The crowd at New York Comic Con is actually able to watch the season finale of Daryl Dixon. So if you come back here in an hour, you could either watch with us or watch at thepopverse.com. I waited all day for this stream. This is BS. I know, Matt first. This is why we're here. We're here so that some people might slip some things. Listen, if they do it, and they don't get caught and booted off. Who cares if they do or don't? We'll we'll show whatever they can get out here on the screen right now. That's why we do this. We do this because, you know, we can get some of the little bits. Okay, guys, speak of the devil. Sarah Beth Pollock says, note that they introduced Norman Reese as an executive producer, which is largely why he's able to appear on the panel. Again, 
the AMC agreement with SAG covers filming and not appearances for now. It's an interesting tidbit to be aware. So because Norman is an EP, he can make public appearances. Thank you. Thank you for clipping out that uh, clip. Okay, so let us go to what I think is the trailer right now. Okay, here we go, guys. I think this I tried to play. Oh, okay. A clearer view than San Diego. Please, no, I tried. I tried, but I failed. Okay. Just know. I love you. That's what Julian, see Julian with the support is. February 2024. Basically my birthday month. Okay, so it's going to loop right now. Okay, so that's the 9x16 trailer. I prefer the 16x9 trailer because you get to see a little bit more. We got a little burning walker, but other than that, not much different than the San Diego Comic-Con panel. Uh, a couple more stills of Rick behind a brick wall. What did you guys think of that? So blocka blocka, I have to talk during these teasers because if i don't we can get, the plug can get pulled so i have otherwise we can't do any more than that so we kind of have to do that so where is the trailer you can get it on twitter right now at walking dead underscore amc on x it's a it's just a small small teaser i'll play it again for you if you want as well One, you know what i'll play it even slower if you want i tried to get away Okay, so we got Wick, Rick, Wick, John, Rick, walking in the shade. You get some red lights in the background. A burning walker. Again, not much to go on here. Some stills of Rick. Please know I tried. A smoldering walker, basically. If you can, if you can manage to pause it really quickly. So there's two figures behind him right here, if you check it out. <laughs> Believe a little longer. Rick, and now you have Michonne looking at it at some point. There we go, there's Michonne. Excellent. Mitchell says they posted the final episode sneak peek for deer on YouTube. Also. Okay, cool. Oh, fear. Listen, man, type already. Okay. Walking to turtle says, I can't wait to see Jay's explanation to Rick on why the helicopter took him. Uh, Magnus, you can get NYCC for free at the but you won't be able to see anything for now until they finish watching the walking to Daryl Dixon season finale in the arena right now. So basically if you want to see the teaser, you can back up a couple times. We, I just did a quick analysis of, of it. And it's really not much. I have to say, you can get a blurry glimpse of two people behind him. One burning walker, one smoldering walker. It, yeah, and no doubt about it, TWD, FTWD, TVD, WB, fan group channel. <laughs> it does look sick. I don't know what to call you right now. I, are you the same? Is this Linda um, from the Facebook group, basically? Or am I talking to somebody else? If you do have a nickname, let me know. Milani, cool. Excited for this new series. Yes. Oh, so there are some stills that I want to give you guys too. Kirsten Akuna had posted some stills. It's at Kirsten Akuna on X, by the way. Of course, the internet's blowing up with Rick Picks. <laughs> Rick Picks. Uh, the Rick and Michonne spinoff. Pollyanna McIntosh returns as Jadis. Terry O'Quinn joins us this se- joins the series as Major General. Terry O'Quinn is Major General Beale. I think somebody had predicted that that would be the case. And Matt Jeffries will play Matt. I don't know who Matt is. We'll find out soon. Leslie Ann Brandt is Thorn. Also a new name. Here are a few photos of Rick Grimes. Let me actually give you the full view. There we go. Rick Grimes. A cold weather Michonne. I don't know who that is, but hey, cool. New people. I like new people. And who doesn't want this denim, this dark navy blue denim CRM jacket with the, uh, it's not a triskelion. I forget what this is. Uh, man, it's been a, a Boromian rings. The 
CRM Baromian ring rings. I like it in, in denim. I know, right, Linda? The CRM jacket's pretty great. I'm new to the channel, but well, I figured you were new to the channel, by the way. But some some of the Facebook groups have a similar name to what your what your channel name is. If you sub me, I'll sub you back because I I'll, I'd love to check out check out your stuff too. The show's gonna be disappointing. Uh, Rod Rodi Luca Rodi Luca says the show's gonna be disappointing because I doubt they incorporate Daryl Jeff. That's listen. That's your opinion, honestly. However you prefer, like some people like shipping, some people like this, some people like that. I, all I care about is the story. The same could be said about Daryl Dixon, uh, The Walking Dead Daryl Dixon. If you only if you like a certain character and they're probably not on it because Daryl Dixon has only basically Daryl Dixon in it, you're not going to like it. So, uh, Sharon D says going to be awesome to see John Locke again from Lost. We just talked about that recently too. Takira wanted to find out who what show she wanted to watch next was like Lost, some other shows, etc. But yeah, it's going to be great to see um, Terry O'Quinn again. He played John Locke from Lost. I hate all couples, Linda says. Well, listen, and you know what? You're, we're, we get into it in episode five of The Walking Dead, our discussion on The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, Dixon's fifth episode titled Duzamul. Sharandy, I would like to do a Lost rewatch too. I, I do like Lost, even the ending. Maybe in rewatching Lost, we might have a different opinion on the ending too. By the way, the age gap between him and I'm saying Mason, but it's uh, Mason General Beal, <laughs> Major General Beal's kid on the show on The Walking Dead World Beyond. I forget what his name. I, th I guess his name was Mason, right? That's a staggering age difference between Terry O'Quinn and that actor who played his son. Thank you, Mitchell, by the way. Oh, Anthony Tito, but thank you for following. I'm going to try to play the YouTube version of this teaser. Oh, here we go. Okay, The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live, NYCC trailer featuring Andrew Lincoln, Denai Guerrera, 16 by 9. So it, you're, we're not going to get the vertical video, the 9 by 16. So you're going to get a full screen view of the teaser too. So I'm on the screen. Who cares? I tried to get away. Please know I tried. I tried, but I failed. Just know. I love you. That logo, that logo looks way better on widescreen. All right, let's go through this for a sec rick walking into the red ether okay right the bernie walker happy halloween everybody we have to wait until february to get this i think this is just wild though it's 51 in the background there's the, the burnt up walker okay believe a little longer he scratched out at least michonne's face in this screen right now oh okay so roadie luca uh major general veal is a character that was revealed to be the leader the major general of the Civic Republic military. If you haven't watched The Walking Dead World Beyond, it might be a good time to finish that up before The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live shows up. Walani, good choice. I probably would have prefer preferred somebody a bit younger, personally. I love Terry O'Quinn, but I think just the age gap between him and the actor who plays his son is just just insanely wide it's like choosing your grandfather to play your father it's maybe even your great-grandfather who knows i'm like really aging up terry o'quinn probably i mean i've seen this guy all my life <laughs> so since the was it late 80s he kind of looked like that all his life let's just shuttle a little bit forward okay showing rick's reflection obviously michonne she's kicking some ass i love the tartan and this logo is just the tits basically the right color is blood yeah i guess so <laughs> <laughs> Walking Dead Eternal, yes, it is four months away, and that does not seem like a long time, does it? Oh, okay, so Sharon D says, I wonder if distance will give me a little different 
I think also the analysis. Like, obvi- there's obviously so much that we did look into at the time. Do, do I know who Matt Jeff- Jeffries is? Linda, I can show you who he is. Apparently, according to The Walking Dead, that's Matt Jeffries, by the way, who apparently plays, if I went back to Kirsten's post, uh, forget what his name was. So if you guys remember who I said he was, Thorne or... No, Thorne was the girl. Matt Jeffries was not Morgan Wallani. <laughs> All I see is red. Oh, she's responding to charity. I have no idea who is that man. Well, nobody does. That's the thing. Nobody does. Nobody knows who that man is. No, I'm just making, I'm just killing time right now. I'm just trying to figure out what else I can show you. (laughs) There's gonna be a lot of ums too. A lot of throaty ums. I know that sounded really weird. I think we'll get any other world beyond characters from the world. Well, we got Paulina McIntosh. Like you, you had posted that as well. That would be really great to see Silas again. Wouldn't that be insane? The characters from world beyond with um, the ones who live. Okay. I actually want to poll you guys to find out who you think Carol said was back in the fifth episode of the walking Dead. Daryl Dixon. We had theorized. I'm going to say this out loud. We said that it might be Logan. Uh, might be Logan. Yeah, it might be Logan from The Fear of the Walking Dead. It might be Morgan, Dwight, Heath, Rick. We're kind of iffy on. So iffy, so you can see my hand iffy. I think beyond that, those were the strong contenders. We Then after that, we kind of went a little crazy. We said stupid things, very stupid things. Listen, the more I end up talking about it, the more I'm convinced it's Dwight. But and of course, Morgan did make it back. How far he made it back once he got to land and buried Grace next to Eastman. Beyond that, we don't know. I think a lot of people convinced it's, uh, <laughs> you think Georgie's, but that's Aiden. That's a really, really good answer. By the way, you can be on screen with me, Aiden, but you're probably doing things that won't get you fired. Philly Angel, hoping for Julian Mon's return. Also, undoubtedly amazing powerhouse. Great answer, by the way. <laughs> Although if she were back, she'd have to be there originally from the, anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah, I know you're talking about the world beyond people. Tribe it failed. So sad. Rick looks like somebody's dead. Well, yeah. Oh, I see his red Morgan throaty ums sound like an adult breakfast cereal throaty ums. <laughs> it sounds like a, an adult medicine charity throaty ums. Philly Angel says Locke slash Terry was 52 when he was on Lost, but how badass he will be, which was 2007, by the way, too. So so he'll be, oh my God, he'll be in his 70s in 2027. <laughs> so I'm not wrong. Okay, Terry O'Quinn could be the guy who played Mason Beale, his great grandfather, I would even say. My dad is in his 70s. And I'm 44. And he had me at a reasonable age of 30 for today. So great grandfather. Linda says Morgan slash Dwight. Now you get you gotta you gotta stick to one. What's your what's your real your gut is telling you this is the one, Linda. Looks good though. Yes, Melani Rick does look pretty good. I just don't imagine him looking showered good for a while. I don't know. Maybe that's my impression. I don't know for sure. In your answer for Georgie isn't bad but i just think i just wish that went somewhere originally you know shauna says morgan i think maybe jadis jadis yeah you know what can i just say ladita <laughs> i like ladita okay ladita says i think maybe jadis uh, that's that would be pretty cool and if it is jadis it'd be the, i maybe we get introduced to the civic republic military or civic republic even normally hop on my covid okay sorry Aiden. i thought oh, i hope you feel better soon Aiden. Uh, doing number on me still. I think Georgie could come back and hope she does it, but I don't th- see her coming back. But if they do it in this way, I think it could be pretty cool. I, it sounds to me it would be more of a dead city thing, right? But while I said, I keep imagining Heath is in the helicopter. Um, while I says, going to work, dear. Don't forget your t- throaty ums. <laughs> I hear ick. Beal could be more of an adoptive father as well. Oh, all right. Good cover, Aiden. Good cover. I think it's Rick. Linda says, 
the person who's back that ever that she is getting used to is Rick. Interesting. Interesting. Mitchell says, I'm 19. My mom is 56. Oh, how many siblings do you have? Is it just you? Good for her. And thank God you're here. Damn. But then again, so uh, Mitchell, Mitchell, yes, your mom is 56. But Terry O'Quinn, at the time of his son's, I just, he, he's, your mom would have to be in her 70s right now for that to be what Terry O'Quinn is right now. You, you know what I'm saying? 56 is one thing. 70, almost 70 seems just a whole other thing. She'd have to have you at 50. Anyway, oh, la di da. Okay. Thank you, Lottie Doth. I appreciate you helping me pronounce your name. It has to be someone Daryl knows. Yeah, and which is kind of why I was leaning more to it. My, Dwight was my gut reaction. And then I said Morgan after that because we saw that. Charity actually had it backwards. Her gut said, mm, I think her gut said Morgan, but she thinks it's Dwight. Men can have children as long as they want. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Men can definitely have children as much as they want. Well, they, but there is a diminishing return. The likelihood of a whole variety of complications occurs when men, men, do things like that. Do things like that. Reproduction. Okay. I'm going to just view at Twitter, but thank you for the participation, by the way. Uh, he can play younger since he's active. Well, yeah, yeah. Mitchell, you're right. Yeah. He can play a younger version of of himself. Basically women are restricted by menopause, but women as old as 69 have been documented as having kids, but you know, it's just a numbers game. <laughs> it's just, is it likely? Is it likely? Oh, wait, look at this. Rick's hand is gone. No, that, it looks like he's just holding a knife. I mean, it, it looks really awkward, but it does look like, oh, maybe. You know what? Oh, hold on. You can't really see what I'm seeing. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. And according to her, she says, Rick's hand is gone. I, Margo, under C CEO on X, essentially. A lot of people, when they saw the first teaser, noticed that maybe he was chopping off his hand as well. So if you look at that one, and there are some indicators in some of the scenes, the silhouette kind of looks off. Oh, hey, Felicia in, in on Instagram. Hi, got to go waiting in line for Stranger Things house at Universal Studios. That sounds really fun. I'd like that. Oh, yeah, hey, look at that. Aki the Fool just posted his little poster. Why did I say it like that? He just posted his little poster. <laughs> Rick and Michonne return 2024. Yeah, Aki the Fool. Just follow him at A-K-I-T-H-E-F-U-L-L on all the social medias. Somebody had said that they played the Fear the Walking Dead teaser as well. Does anybody know if it's on YouTube or anything like that? <laughs> Linda says, I hope TWD won't end, end up like Lost. Very young wife. Oh, okay. Lonnie. He could play younger since he's acting. 20 plus years. Women are restricted by menopause. Da, da, da. You think we'll ever see Mason in the show? Oh, that would be cool. I think Mason's run his course. I don't really care if we do see him on, on the show on the ones who live aiden did you see the representative with a red a on her shirt she says it was the scarlet letter but missed an opportunity to compare herself to daryl i don't know what you're talking about you know what you're talking about god damn it did you watch a fear sneak peek yet no i have not i don't know where it is that's what i was looking for right now i was looking for the fear teaser so i could show that to you as well i need help i need help i just don't have help thank you mitchell also, that means Negan is running the government, and that explains a lot. Man, what are you talking about, Charity? Help me out. I needed some context to your comments. Okay, hold on. I'm missing everything. The ones who talk, Kira says, why did you miss everything? Why? But you had an alarm clock. I gave you the link. You said you were coming. You I know you're right. You're thing. Uh, Fillion just says, any Lost fan base here now part of the Walking Dead universe? Best thing to happen. Just like, yeah, exactly. That's what we've been saying, uh, Philly Angel 13. Oh my God, they're kidding me. The episode of fun, uh, episode fun, finale of Daryl Dixon aired right now. And of course, we just, you know, fans are going to be the post. But yeah, hopefully they don't post too many spoilers. People, once they do post spoilers, like to post pictures and videos along with it and them watching it for the first time. Something like that. I don't know. I really hope the folks at New York Comic Con do not post spoilers. I know that when they aired, I think the finale of Dead City, I, I think that was it. 
most people did not spoil it. You're talking about a very small sample size. Okay, so Mitchell says the sphere sneak is on YouTube. Thank you, Philly Angel. Yes, it's on YouTube. Scene, not trailer. Okay, that's not really, but I'll still do it. Okay. Uh, it was on the news yesterday. She wore it in a protest because a woman, or, uh, she's a woman or something. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. You just kind of like launched into this story, Sharon, and I just was trying to, okay. Nancy Mace from South Carolina. It was on the news yesterday. She wore it in a protest because a woman or something. Must not have read the book because the scarlet letter was because she was an adulteress. Yeah. Well, <sighs> education. I'm telling you right now. So I'm going to see if I can pull up the Furities. Yeah. Okay. I see it now. It's literally, literally right on my homepage. I'm literally watching myself in a couple of scenes right now. This is obviously Victor Strand. And Madison, Fear the Walking Dead, NYCC final episode sneak featuring Kim Dixon, Dix, Dix, Dixkin, like in Letterkenny, Kim Dickens and Coleman Domingo. I'd never thought I'd see Coleman say in corduroy. Victor. What are you doing here? And why was he calling you, Anton? And why are you speaking German? Victor, answer me. Damn, they're flashing back to the portrait from season six, seven. <laughs> Sharon, you can't call her dick skin unless you watch Letterkenny. I thought I'd lost you. Like all of it. <gasps> I, I feel... Like they shouldn't be showing us this stuff. It's a classic fear. Why would you show us this stuff? What's going on, Victor? Antoine. Antoine. He's Antoine. Okay, Antoine. His name's not Anton. It's Victor Strand. Tell them. He's not telling the truth about who he is. So you don't know this one. This is pretty good. Okay, fine. Maybe it's okay. I've never seen it before in my life. What are you talking about? You... Uh... There's our son. Zu Tauschus, yes. Hilfe mit dem Sauerstoffsang. Antoine. 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 Okay. You know what? But the... Okay, JHG. I kind of dug that scene. First of all, we all wanted a... I think most of us wanted a reunion with Madison and Victor. I think most of us did. But doing the whole switcheroo thing, pretending like she doesn't, they don't know each other. I find this acceptable. At first you think, okay, so of course, why are you showing us this? You're doing the classic fear thing of, oh, spoiling everything. But there's a twist and I'm here for it. Let me just read some comments. I thought it was funny because it was red. They was going to be sentenced to a smaller box. <laughs> Forever now call her, call her Kim Dickskin. <laughs> and Usherndy was going to eat that up. Eat and eat the dick skin up. You're a growing boy. <laughs> you need to eat your dick skin. It's like vitamins. I don't know if I want to see the last season of Fear. The season was last season was a nightmare. Linda says if if we have to see if, if we have to have Madison around, at least I want her to Instagram meeting up, which you got to see. If you just missed it, Shauna, we did tease. We showed the teaser with that with that reunion. And uh, what's great about it is that it does a little switcheroo. So catch it on Walking Dead's uh, the Walking Dead's uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> Charity, my name is. Who? My name is what? My name is Kim Dickskin. Did I do it right? Sort of. Here we go. I'm going to have the ones that live cast. Polly McIntosh surprise role as Jadis. Drop something fiery. Well, if you're the walking Chris, if I had the bandwidth right now, I'd be dropping the firewalker in a gif at Chris Mirren 79. 
we're the same age. Lisa Jones, okay, late to the party. Is Rick missing a hand? Great question. We just we did ask that a little earlier, and somebody actually did grab a small, uh, a better screen grab of that moment. Rick's hand is no. This is actually from the first trailer. I th- think it was. So it could be from the one that we just watched. I, yeah, it could be. It could be. It could be. What do you guys think? Uh, and maybe you're not seeing it. Uh, this is good enough, right? You're seeing the hand, but the lack thereof. I did see it thanks to, thanks to Squawking Dead, Shauna says. Okay. Ask Aliza who she thinks came back. Aliza, you're just you're chatting with each other. And I, and I miss your face too, Aliza. By the way, you can jump on with me right now if you want to. If you miss my face, that's way I'm at least talking with you. Just give him Alicia's. <laughs> Charity. Just give Rick Alicia's bony arm. Bony M. Aiden, you ask Aliza who she thinks came back. She's right there with you. What's what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, man? Jeez. God. It's been an hour and nine minutes right now. And you've been streaming for about the same, actually. Just under a minute of that. Aliza says, oh, okay. Blaze says, Aliza, I love you. Aliza says, came back. Which, which show what? Which who what? If, if my damn daughter would hurry up in the bathroom, I would be on there with you. Kira. Okay, I'm sick. You give me a break. It's Rick, Rick's karma for cutting off his ex-girlfriend's arm. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Look, it's it's a great way of coming around full circle to, to the comic books. I think it's nice that they waited this long. Oh, okay, Elisa, cool. Listen, there's not much we can do right now. So there's no business like show business. Walk Dead Eternal says, I think Carol's going to be in the last six minutes of the episode. That's my prediction. I'm cool with it. I just kind of, I went into the series knowing that she wasn't going to be there. And so for her to be back other than like a flashback sequence or maybe, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. I mean, I like it. I'd like it. I'd be okay with it at the end of the day. It just feels like cop out. Like if she's going to be not in this season, okay, let her not be in the season. Let Melissa McBride not be in the I'm fine with it. I'm actually fine with what we've gotten too. This insular story featuring Daryl and a whole host of other set of characters too. Now Aiden's singing along with me. Oh, Lisa, I love you too. Uh, Ricky D- Dicky Dickskin Grimes, Aiden. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me if Carol's there. Yeah, yeah. Th- well, there you go, Kira. Of course. Of course it doesn't matter to you. Of course. If you watch episode five, you're going to understand why I gave, I just being snide right now. And yes, it would be kind of run me the wrong way as well. I, so yeah, Kira. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't run me any like the wrong way. I guess, I guess on a narrative level, like if you're going to make a decision, stick to it. That's, that's all why. Okay. Linda. Okay. Take care. I'm glad you can make it. And you shared this video and guys, if you like watching the, this is a lot. This is a lot of, this is a lot for you. But if you like what you've been watching, consider sharing this video, consider liking this video. I have no idea if you like this video. I'm not watching it on YouTube, technically. Like this video, take a moment to comment on it as well sometime later. Once it's, you can do it now if you want. Or uh, while you're here and I have your ear and there's nothing really to talk about in the feed, consider following us on either Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash dead or patreon.com slash dead. I would prefer the former over the latter, but that's uh, it's cheaper, by the way. So, you know, when you do that, you'll have access to our recording schedule, which you can join for free. Following is free. Joining is free. So consider it. When you get that recording schedule, you'll be able to chat with us in the real-time chat as we record these episodes, especially, well, we're gonna, we may go live for the Walking Dead Daryl Dixon's season finale. So there you go. And Elisa Jones is a survivor, so she can come on screen anyway. So she doesn't have to be in no real-time chat. I think we may open up slots if you guys are interested. And if you are, let us know in the... Let us know in the chat. If you're interested in joining us on screen for these episode breakdowns and you want to buy a Survivor's tier membership, let us know. I'll open up another slot so you can join us too. 
like Kira, actually. She's eventually, when her daughter gets out of the bathroom, she's going <laughs> to join us on screen kind of okay lisa says oh we have thoughts on the carol call cool cool i can't wait to see them dude we released our episode so early this week that i'm fine i'm glad that now i get to really kind of pay attention and then i have to show up on here with you guys and, and there's so much we're doing right we may even do more new york comic-con content too i spoke with bridget last night because she's here in new york city shauna says uh, i just needed the time off makes sense uh, having to move to another country after all these yeah yeah exactly right melissa i totally understand melissa mcbride's not coming in the we 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 love her aiden says i'm a little concerned about how carol fits into the story with everything we've had set up in season one although i think she may go to the demi mall and not know what not know what the hell's going in the most un wonderful way great like in the kingdom great aiden <laughs> like how did i say that why did i say it like that kira says they would be just giving into the bs a lot of fans pulled when melissa said she wouldn't be in it yeah well you know but you're making more of a comment on the fans <laughs> than you are on melissa mcbride Welcome to Turtle says, I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, look at Lisa channeling her inner, inner, inner rabal. <laughs> our breakdowns are a lot of fun, people. Yes, that's right. Sharon D, our breakdowns are a little fun. I want Carol versus Quinn, Sharon D says. Yeah, but in a hate bang like twist. <laughs> Although, what an age difference. Also, again, everybody's going to have a wide age difference to Terry O'Quinn. Anyway, so I don't want to seem ages too, by the way. Quinn better not live long enough for that. <laughs> oh, he might not. Yes, indeed. Dig deep and make a make poo. <laughs> okay, yeah, there we go. Winter Fire so, says so hype for the ones who live. Yes, who wouldn't be? Well, I feel like I'm digging my own grave with that comment. I agree, Sharon, but I love these live chats. Yes, me too, Shauna. Kira says Quinn better let, not live long enough for that. Quinn... As I said in episode eight, I think is trying to redeem himself in, in Isabel's eyes. But I laid out all those arguments in the last episode. Consider watching or listening to that episode. I thought my arguments were pretty cogent, and so did Sharondy after she left the, sh the episode because she had to leave a little early, unfortunately, because we talked for hours. And you can get the unedited episode recording of that also if you tip us on Kofi or join a membership tier on Kofi or Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Winterfire, my heart burns there too. Carol murder Quinn instantly. Wow, Carol will be Quinn's demise. Okay. Uh, it's about time for more CRM stuff as I watch Fear's later seasons to see CRM breadcrumbs. Yes, Winterfire. Yeah, and although we had many comments to say about about them in season seven i just find it very interesting that we get to see him in the past ish because they were ish in the past serenity says he she can have her fun before she destroys him i don't know it's like do you want it before or after do you want a happy end happy ending anyway okay izzy versus carol no no first of all i'm shipping daryl in izzy this episode i think we, we did that in the shit no no i did that in the show okay in episode five uh, also you got a many perfectly it's based off the poem from bev marsh yeah well you know we're pretty hip winter fire uh, you guys are saying the grossest things kira uh, I'm going to vomit. Is he versus Carol, like in a sexual way? I just don't see it, but I can be convinced. <laughs> Dead City Season 2, I hope. Is he versus Carol? Dead City Season 2, referring to? Okay, let's give some context. For Carol and Daryl shippers, their hope will never die. Oh, <laughs> no, they won't. I wish it did. <laughs> I said this very clearly in the last episode. I don't care what people ship. This as long as I can make fun of it because I don't, I'm not about the shipping at all. Aiden just forwarded me something on, on the Twitter, on the, on the X. Now I can call it the X. Isn't that exciting for an old person? Why are you sending me the Jeffrey version? Is it because he has 10 million followers and will never give you the source for the photo? So this photo came through and it's denied directing an episode of fear. Am I right? Aiden? Uh, new behind the scenes photo from deny. 
Garcia's editorial debut on Fear Dead, episode 807, be specific. Thanks, Aiden. I appreciate it. I could not record. It's still ongoing. He's replying to somebody, maybe himself. Yeah, the crowd woke up with a loud reaction to that scene. That scene. Thanks, Jillian. Not spoiling, but spoiling. Oh, Bridget's back. And it sounds like we might be ready for more. I'm actually going to switch over to Popverse proactively. Okay, so Bridget's first words in the private chat that I'm in were the following. Wow, the finale well, was Well, we certainly amazing. have a lot to discuss. That's all you she'll say. say. <laughs> so let's discuss it. Let's bring up the creative team of The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, to talk all about it. Please join me in welcoming Chief Content Officer of The Walking Dead Universe, Scott Gimple, about to walk right out there. Oh, Winter Fire. So the Walking far, Dead, Daryl Dixon showrunner, David Zabel, coming out <laughs> to my left. Executive producer, Greg Nicotero, everybody. And of course, series lead and executive producer, Stormin' Norman Reedus. Stormin' Norman Reedus. Uh, oh, Winter Fire. He was able to attend because he's an executive producer, by the way. So, All right. Uh, if he was an actor, he would we, be able to let's attend. Just, let's just, I'm just going to ask you the question a biker and a final that everybody theme. in this entire room wants to ask you. Will you marry me? Wait, what? No, that's... Dalton That's Ross's fame. Maybe. Embarrassing. <laughs> also, why that. not uh, Chris no, Hardwick? The other question everyone wants to ask you in this room, what does that mean? What does that scene all mean in terms of possibly seeing more Melissa and Carol on this show in season two? Well, um, yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. So are you. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> he's got better hair. But back to, back to the news. Um, my good friend, the talented, beautiful Melissa McBride, will be a series regular for season two. That yeah. sounds great. And so it'll be back to Carol Narrow's Wow. Yeah. Breaking news. Melissa McBride, series regular in season two of Daryl Dixon. Um, Right, give it up for Melissa McBride. Woo! Hey, Takira. Let's let her hear us from here. Uh, Greg, you, you've worked with Melissa since you or is that day one the of the, uh, the Walking Dead. What's it like bringing her over into this new story? Hmm? It, it's amazing. You know, Wonder Melissa why. and I met on The Mist, and that's why Frank Darabont cast her that makes sense. in the show. She had like a really small part and did such a great job that he brought her um, sort of out of... She was doing casting and wasn't even acting a lot and brought her onto the show. So we're, we're beyond, beyond excited. Amazing. I'm exhausted. Um, <laughs> I want to get to the, uh, the other big thing at the end there, Norman. It seems like, I mean, that's a hell should of a choice. Should we not be watching this like or should I be talking over this? has been leading up to that choice. I feel like this is a mistake. Of sort of concept and definition of what is home. So what can you say about him as he's standing on that beach? I, I think he's, he's, you know, okay. home is where the heart is, and he's starting to open his heart up to these people a bit and, and starting to get to know them. It's very Walking Dead to, like, just get almost there, you know, and have it pulled away from you. I don't think he was expecting... I, I tried to do a little bit of a smile on my face as I sort of fought my so way to the boat, and it's going to happen. And I, I think didn't it's still going to be called the voice. Walking uh, Dead Daryl Dixon. Yeah, no show would ever I, change know, the name for one character. something about yeah. the <laughs> cast and those people and Stop those characters. Stop texting me. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm kind of feeling like that myself in real life. Um, Thomas. 
but it, you know, it's it's uh, he wants to get home to his people, and he's you know he's 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 sort of finding a family there where he didn't expect it. You know, yeah, and that's that's kind of what we talked about from the beginning as being sort of the central premise of the of the show. Thomas was dropped what off because he thought if it in trying to get back home spoiling. to the people that you love, you find yourself belonging. I don't care if it does. Somewhere else. You start to I'm not even paying attention, kind of to be honest with you. Else. And what's that dilemma like? That's where you are on the beach at the end. And at Losang kind of says... Don't risk your life, Kira. To him. You know, that's, that, that was always sort of the thing that we talked about from the beginning as being the, the central emotional challenge. It's like, I just want to get home. I don't want to I'm form here. connections. I don't want to belong here. I belong what is somewhere that? else. I got to get back to I'm there. so sorry. In it's Richie. I'm trying muting. To do that. Oh, the character okay, okay. finds himself, you know, almost against his own will, forming bonds, forming connections that make it tough. It's funny because, you know, you have Daryl and one side, Laurent on the other side, and you two in the middle, yeah. which, yeah. Was perfect, which was the perfect segue. <laughs> That's like such a dad joke. All right, so, well, very much was. So Bridget says, whoever well, said the fifth episode the was the best, like, I was they really were so wrong. Uh, Are you also love I can't see the screen. The other music and it sort of gets to something I want that really intrigued me. I don't know about you all, but really intrigued me the most about season one mm. and something I really want to get into. And David and Scott, I'll let you guys sort of lead this off here. Is this that the show is so different from the original series? And like not just in terms of the location of France, but like just in terms of the look of it, the music that's used, uh, the scoring. Even Daryl, who I say shows sort of like an emotional range, maybe in some some shades we haven't seen before. So what were the discussions like as you guys? Putting the show together, Cindy, I have to talk over this because if I like, don't, how do we make this show I can get a copyright strike while also keeping so, the original DNA it is what it of is. the walking right. dead? But that was exactly the mission. The mission was clear. It's it was simple, but but not easy. And it was to uphold like, and maintain things. the standards of the Walking Dead and the universe that has been created to such a high 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 level of of excellence for many years, and yet to sort of broaden the aperture and, and widen the scope. And those were the conversations all, all of us had there. And, and, and so my, my, in my head, it was always the same, but different, old and new at the same time. I mean, one of the very, very early things uh, was France. And that seemed to be like a blunt instrument in sort of shaking things up. And I remember talking to Norman about it, and I was, I didn't know how it would land. And I, I don't know if you cheered or you, I mean, it was, it was, I was, I was excited. Melissa was excited. We were all excited. You know, you're going to drop this redneck in Paris. Like, it, how am I going to figure that out? I, I, I it was so different. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can see from the wardrobe and it, just the cinematography, like everything's so different in, on the show. I just, I wanted to do something fresh. M Melissa wanted to do something fresh. Um, no problem, Sam. You know, I was like, like day you, one, I'm you. like, how am I going to play Daryl with a scarf on? I I'm already awkward. Like, how am I going to figure that out? I'm already awkward right now suspenders. because I don't yeah, want to talk over anybody. Suspenders and we, you know, we, on a scarf. And we made it. To Daryl and you know, suspenders and a scarf. How's that going to work? We were talking about that because he ends up at the Abbey in episode one and he's got to change clothes because he's been in the ocean for a few days. Yeah. And, and he said, what, what am I going to wear? And I said, you're going to wear the, the, the priest's old clothes. Yeah. Whatever clothes the priest has around because that's the point. only man's clothing that, that's Why do we think of and that? And I wanted them to be like as old man as possible. And Daryl in pajamas. Tried different stuff. Like everything's so different. And the cast are so good, and our crew is so good. It's wild to work in France because, like in America, like in Georgia, we were like bang, 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 bang. True. Like, we had, like three cameras, True. And four cameras going at the same time. It was like insane. But in France, like you'll do one take, and then they'll stop and roll a cigarette, same and walk. talk about it. And, <laughs> same walking. And I'm like, what are we waiting same. on? And then, and then I found out, you know, I think through David, I think through you, Sharon, what they, they are, saying, but they didn't they spoil saying, very much. Telling with this camera. There's also delay. Like, what? Just keep talking. 
Yeah, take your time. <laughs> and, and, and you can see the shots are so beautiful. And the crew are so excited to be working on the show. It's, it's, uh, it's really refreshing. It's, it's, it's great. And they were huge fans of the show, too. You know, I mean, the show has a big following, obviously, here. But overseas, you know, the fans don't have the access to The Walking Dead that you guys do um, in terms of the panels and things. So when we went over there, people were so excited to, to be on set. You know, the first time we brought zombies on set, Everybody stopped what they were doing and applauded. And they were like touching the zombies like, is that real? How do you do that? And it was really nice because in Georgia, after 12 years, they're like, all right, bring in the zombies. Yeah, whatever. Great. Okay, sure. It was really nice to have They're eating Cheetos or whatever. Yeah, it was really nice to, to have everybody just enthusiastic from the production designer and the DP and and everyone. They were so delighted to be a part of the show that they it were, shows. Every ounce of enthusiasm shows on the screen. But, you know, they were so obsessed with, with zombies at times that... that Bev, and, I'm going to call you Bev great, Winterfire. obviously. What Greg did on uh, this show is amazing. It's, you know, another step beyond what he's, all the stuff he's done before. But there were times where I, I would say, especially to effects guys and, and some of the crew, I'm like, that's great. I know you're into the zombies, but we're shooting a, a, an intimate scene over here. So we still need to, like, keep the <laughs> Camera's going, and let's film over here. Don't get too distracted with zombies. What's, what's funny is to watch, like, the neighborhood sort of come out of their apartments, and we've completely just fucking destroyed this block, and they're like, what the hell is going on here? Like, here and Bridger are having a total But there was a lady who came out of her apartment right in Paris and came down, and there were about 10 zombie walker extras standing there smoking cigarettes, and they, they sort of parted for her, and she, she went online and said, the zombies are very polite. They're very polite. <laughs> Okay, so well, I've never Norman. You yeah. told me something a while back. The Daryl Dixon, well, cool. like twelve years from the apocalypse, that ruined everything for me. Daryl doesn't know what's going on when he gets over there, and you're like, I kind of don't know what's going on either. I don't know what they're saying in French and this and that. So, what was it like, just the language barrier in terms of filming over there? I mean, it's, it's part of the story. It's you know, Daryl's trying to figure out: is this going to be a fight? Is this going to be cool? Like trying to figure out body language. Walking uh, Dead Eternal. Don't I tease found myself me about doing Connie. that as well, but. Uh, you know, there's, my heart, Walking Dead Eternal, my heart. Yeah, but, certain, but Mitchell says apparently you know, season two will be the title T.W.D. Daryl Dixon, the Book of Carol. It's like the Book of Eli. the kid is sincere. <laughs> the language barrier, it, it doesn't really stop us in any way, but there's an eloquence to uh, the French language in, the, in an apocalyptic scene, which is it's sometimes hysterical and sometimes super sad. So, I don't know, it's been great. I, I have no complaints. That was part of what was cool, too, about doing it in France, was you're able to juxtapose a certain kind of culture, a certain kind of history, including the language, against the apocalypse in a way that you, you can't do in, in the back roads of Georgia and most of the places that we've seen the show anywhere in the United States. You can't really do some of the things that we're doing on this show. And that juxtaposition is kind of powerful. It can be funny at times, but it can also be super moving. You know, there's no other show where you could have a moat filled with zombies. Well, unless you did it in Scotland or something, you could do it. But, well, but I mean, there are certain things about France that were just specific that, that made a juxtaposition of that world with the Walking Dead universe and, and the rules of that really evocative and, and new. Yeah, and we, we took big swings. I mean, we, we really, you know, the fact that we shot in Normandy Beach and we shot at Mont Saint-Michel, Saint we shot in the, uh, the, the, uh, the catacombs and all over Paris. Predicted like, it I don't think there was one, one element that we, didn't, that we didn't pay tribute to or honor. 
And it really was, for me, you know, when Norman and I have been talking about the show for eight years, and it was always, you know, the idea of him sort of going out and, and having that vibe where he comes into contact with people and his life has changed and their lives are changed. So we didn't want to do more of the same. We didn't want to do, set up the same zombie attack sequences and the same beats. We really wanted the show to feel fresh and original. And, and we're grateful to every single person that's, that's um, really noticed what we did. Because I've got stopped by a lot of people. Oh, those guys right there! Hi, guys. Um, you got stopped and, by those you know, guys. Everybody yeah. wanted to just say how grateful they were and how fresh and original they thought that the show was. So, thank you guys for recognizing that because we worked really hard. Thank you for watching. Yeah. So, uh, so, so Scott, but you said something. Mitchell says you said at one point Melissa's like, going to be EP for season two. A, this show's a big swing. So and you said. I wasn't sure if it would land. Like, how, what, tell, talk about your concerns and how you got over those concerns or to where it did. It, it was the kernel idea of all this, and David took the ball and ran with it and evolved this into this amazing story with this amazing characters that honor, you know, the, the story values of The Walking Dead, but France was just the first core idea. We had this machine in Georgia that we knew exactly how to make the show. We did it in a very specific way and we developed these people over 12 years, this incredible crew that became like family. And so first telling AMC, that was a nerve wracking thing because it's completely out of their comfort zone. It's completely out of their country. Okay, they're on board. But then Norman and Melissa telling them, like, that it's all up to them at, this, at that point. It's, if they don't want to do it, we're not going to do it. And Norman cheered on the other side of that Zoom. And Melissa giggled. And so, okay, now, then it was getting real. And I'll just say, you know, when you make TV and a, you, you see a show in New York, sometimes it's in Toronto. Or sometimes it's in Atlanta with a big LED screen. And, you know, some people are getting nervous about France at this time. They don't know about making shows in France. And, um, you know, things are being bandied about. And that's when Norman came into play. Storm and Norman. And as things drifted away from Paris, you know, like uh, Ireland for Paris or Georgia for Paris, Norman was not having that. And I will say, producerally, straight as a producer, Norman just kept us focused on shooting in France. And, uh, you know, if there's one person, you know, on the, in that early time, not switching away from, from shooting there, Norman was most responsible because uh, people were afraid. And it turned out to be this huge step forward for the universe. A lot of people keep saying Rick's hand is gone. And, uh, I brought it I, up I really earlier. Norman props A couple times. That's and the guy to think right there too. on the end. That's the dude. Yeah, you know, it, it was also Melissa, you know, uh, we just wanted to do something completely out of our comfort zone and completely different in uh, Costa Rica next, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> How nice would uh, that be? Well, but David, David, the, the, you, you can shoot in Paris and in France, but like, that could mean anything. You could just be in a studio in there. I mean, like, I don't know, you guys saw The Nest, Salt, Mont Saint-Michel. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, this the catacombs, I can't believe you guys I were will, shooting in the catacombs. I will say, I had... Mont Saint Michel on my desktop, and has ha have had it for years, thinking it's a cool place to hide out from uh, walkers, not zombies. <laughs> and I never mentioned it. I never said anything. I, I never I dreamed you that that could happen. And uh, this gentleman made it happen, <laughs> yeah. and I, I I was blown away. Well, yeah, how do you get the permit? Because just so you know, you don't just show up with a tripod like, oh, we want to shoot here, we're going to do it. There's a lot of layers to that. Uh, well, I'll say first of all, when you 
are trying to get somebody on board with an idea, you pitch them the best version you can imagine, knowing that sometimes you won't be able to do that. I fully pitched that we are on a journey to get to Mont Saint-Michel. Yes. Thinking we will never shoot in Mont Saint-Michel. That will not be possible. Fair enough. That will not happen. I really thought it was pipe dream. Although I really, so I actually, the most moved I ever was on any shoot was when Norman and I and Dan Percival were shooting that scene where he walks across the sand when the he's what? leaving Mont Saint-Michel because I thought we're never going to actually do that. For months I thought that. So there was a lot of work. I think that's what you're getting at, Dalton. And there was a lot of work to get a lot of these locations. Very hard. And in France it's a little bit different than here. In Mont Saint-Michel specifically, I had to do a very early trip. Just our location manager and me, we went to Mont Saint-Michel and I had to schmooze the sort of mayor of Mont Saint-Michel and schmooze the head of security in Mont Saint-Michel. He slept and, with them both. And, and <laughs> what? Nothing. That's my What did you say? Again. There's a lot of uh, echo on that. Yeah, there's a lot of echo. But, but they were into it. But the funny thing is, they were into it, but my selling point didn't work because I said, listen, people in, in America specifically and other places, but in America are going to see this and they're going to want to visit Mont Saint-Michel and you're going to get a burst of, of, of tourism. And the guy was like, we have enough tourism. We don't really care. We don't need more. We're good. We don't need more. Yeah. They were really like, we're good. And I'm like, that's all I got. That's all I got. And, and I uh, will say, without giving I know, anything Saint -Michel, away. Mont Saint-Michel. Mont um, Saint-Michel. And not even right. You continue to find locations like that. There are places that you're going next season that I, I just cannot fathom. There are literally some convenience stores in Georgia we had some trouble with. <laughs> and there are places next season, I, I just can't imagine that, how you got in there. And, it's, and, and it is, so it's beautiful to see, but it's also important story-wise, like we were getting at before, because it is no, about that looks like using the environment as part of the story and letting that really be part of what Norman's character is moving through and reacting to and being affected by. Um, and, and then I, in season I, two... It looks like a hand. Yeah, it looks well. like a hand. Well, let, let's but talk about one of the other things not uh, that we love seeing on our screen, and that's Walker. So, Greg, you it, got... It some, might not be an actual You have, like, acid-likers, you got, like... I don't know, super walkers being injected with mysterious stuff. You have musical walkers at one point. Just talk about <laughs> like what you wanted to create uh, for the show with the look of the undead. Well, you know, I, I, I was really proud of David and the writers because the, the idea is, you know, we all, you always struggle with the idea of keeping the zombies scary. If you can kill them off too easily, then they become less of a threat. They're not as scary. Our mission out of the gate was to make them thrilling, to make them different. So, you know, we pitched a whole bunch of ideas. I you will know, the burner say, zombies have a little there's sort no of shot homage to Dick Smith clear and scanners shots of his where left you see hand the, these big veins going and at all. the uh, amped You're up zombies that get shot with the fluid. You can see the little black veins growing. It gives you a little sort of Sam Raimi, Evil Dead vibes. You know, we changed the lenses to um, the burners have like a bright blue, like their eyes are on fire and the, the amped up zombies have black contact lenses. I don't even know if you noticed, but in that last scene where Daryl fights the zombies in the arena, all their teeth were filed to sharp points. So they had pointed teeth. Yeah. It's something that you don't really draw a lot of attention to, but that was something that we did. So the idea that we're adding more and more layers to these to these zombies, and they all play a big part in the story. It's not just, oh, we need a cool zombie here. It actually has something to do with moving the story forward and moving, um, involving the characters and involving a lot of that stuff. So it was really, it was really a lot of fun for us. Oh and, my God. You know, we, we had a great time. The orchestra the between us and Walker Clovis, King? the production designer, oh my God. came up with some really great <laughs> stuff and it was just something different. 
And I remember we built all these puppets and we did all these cool makeups and there's like a Hellraiser style. There's the Silence of the Lambs guy whose skin is all flayed yeah. open. Yeah. So the, we were right and about the reference. I shot uh, a lot Charity of that was. stuff and then the main unit came in. And I was kind of like, going to be like four in seconds. In orchestra? <laughs> yeah, you build all this stuff and then the scene's over really quickly. So we're, we try really uh, to make sure that these things land and have, the, screen uh, have uh, the impact clearly? that we want. Because yeah. we got to keep the Zakira? audience engaged yeah. after and, so and many as, years. As someone who was new to the universe, I was constantly amazed by those scenes. I mean, we would talk about them, we would plan them for months sometimes, but the day I showed up for the, for the orchestra, the Walker Orchestra, or the day I even saw the dailies of the underwater stuff that you shot, I mean, it, it, it just blew me away every time. But that was... You guys seen the other five episodes? We can, run, we can run all five right now. <laughs> yeah. Surprise! Well, please don't. Wait, wait, I'm only kidding. But the standard, just to finish that idea, the, the, the standard that Greg and I, <laughs> I and everybody was trying to I apply just don't want to was talk anymore. Make, them, make them a real threat, a real genuine threat in a new way, in a different way, and also make each of these sequences matter narratively. Like, don't, like, don't have a token, Gwent. Yeah. great. You know, make every one of them advance. Plot and character as much as we can. I don't think so. Uh, so that it's 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 never just like oh let's throw some walkers at the problem. Well, and it was kind of funny because I when I got there I said look you know I'm not directing any episodes in season one so you know I'm here to shoot second unit like put me in I'll go shoot whatever you guys need me to shoot. So they get to the zombie scenes and the directors would set it up and they're like okay well, we're gonna leave and go shoot this so you shoot all the zombie stuff because you know how to do all of it. So a lot of the directors Dan and Tim. Uh, you know, they really trusted me to sort of jump in. And, yeah, we and couldn't have gotten the show made if, if, if we... I, I, I that was, was a special situation on this show. Greg did a lot more directing than, than you would imagine, considering he's not an accredited director, but, but we couldn't have gotten it done and done it as well if you hadn't been doing that. So thank you, Greg. You just said that you didn't direct in season one, which you all know, but you set yourself up for this. Does that mean, will you be directing in season two? Dalton's really good at uh, moderating, by the way. Yes. Hey! I want hey. Chris Hardwick back. Shoots and scores. I did, no, not, I like, te I like, I did not tease that. I like Actually, Dalton I direct Chris the season premiere. Part of yeah, us. season premiere. <laughs> season two. Be there. Yeah, but he abandoned and, uh, Did he really? There's a lot of great stuff in it. Probably. Nice. Norman, just talk, like, I, I sort of mentioned earlier that I saw some different shades to this character that I've never send, seen before. He didn't personally send Bridget's sweater. What is it like? It's a very unique experience when you're playing the same character for this long, but now in a completely new world, different show. Figure out why they would just end the talking dead if we were still going to have more shows. Sort of stretching some different muscles and then working with this new cast. Over Same reason why they stopped covering well, yeah, the, probably. I, we, you know, David and I wanted to do different things. Uh, it, there was, you know, in the very first episode, I, I meet uh, Cadrone, who's played by Romain, who's, I, I love that guy. Like, I just okay. love him as a person. Romain He's so Lenny. fun to work with. Huge fan of the show already. But, in, you know, that opening scene, it was, uh, or that opening episode, he, oh, he finds yeah, I know me Hardwick had a baby, this, but this big epic fight. It's fist people, fight. And it's, people it, and still work. Right mm -hmm. off the bat, it, I won the uh, fight. And David and I hasn't spoke been to work about in, it. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know how long. Especially because he didn't actually have the baby. And uh, yeah. <laughs> that'll like, be the day. Sure. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Just beat the shit out of me, and I'll, you know, we'll cut out this punch, cut out that punch, and just throw me around. It makes him a scarier person coming after me if I can't beat him. So, but what I also loved about that is that it makes 
Daryl more human. And I yeah. love that Norman was really into that. It was something we really talked about all the way through. It's like the moments where he doesn't have it all By under the control. The moments if where he's really challenged. Video, and I thought, that's great. because What are you doing? You know, sometimes, especially playing a role a long time, you're just like, right okay, I go in and I win Absolutely. this. I go in and I win that. I go in and, and I kill these walkers. And, and that was never your attitude. And, and, and I, that was very freeing for storytelling and, and for advancing character. I don't mind that Daryl's the hero. I just don't want him to know he's the hero. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, um, no, talking, but even like talking the other, came back the after that, but this, then they just they're, they're stopped. They're all so good. Uh, uh, they all have Marsh. their moments to shine, too. Between the first episode and the 12th episode, everybody has their great moments. We have even more in season two to develop them because six episodes is a, is a pretty quick run. So you'll see the Cadron, Genet, and, and some of those other characters really continue to evolve and change and get and get more fully nuanced even from where they are but the actors were amazing you know yeah and it, i mean and hats off to not just our crew but the guys playing the zombies they're you know they're all dancers there so they're like man you know they walk all crazy and you're like whoa yeah. you know uh we're so into it right Greg? they lot. love it they the, were mad the trick is half of them don't speak english so giving direction to French zombies that don't speak English. And, you know, my French is okay. David's French is much better. But you get on set and you try to speak French, and they're like, no, we understand. It's okay. <laughs> and they would rather us not butcher the language and have us speak in English. But, yeah, you know, I mean, one of the things... It's good to forget details. That, that I always take away from watching the show is it feels it. like the first season of yeah, The Walking that. Dead. I like talking about When you have that, that small Me group too. of people... And, and that was where the DNA was, and that's what we wanted to really go back to. We don't have 22 characters that we have to service. We have a core group of people, and each one yep. of them yep. shines like a diamond. Yep. And, you know, even in this last episode, the little looks between uh, Norman and, huh? and Clemence, uh, uh, the little smiles and the little way, raising the gra glasses. Does it, does it make There's me a dick if I just talk over him when he's spoiling things? Because it's, you know, who cares? never really had a lot of opportunity to do that on the other shows. So those moments I'm sorry, really guys. land, and they're so powerful. Was a lot of, that was a lot of Dan Percival. He really set the tone. Uh, yes, Creating exactly. a very That's exactly why the spinoffs work better. Less uh, cast. Sort of yeah, but you still get an anchor with one of your cast. Not like lovey-dovey, but romantic sort of ballet. Like he's just like that as a person already. Uh, everything moves him. Everything he finds beauty in the smallest oh, little Shana, things. You silly. And it. He really he, oh, you really, really like that? Okay, cool. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, Dan, try to... Dan, listen, I'm hearing it in my ears, in this but season, I'll at least try to talk over it. We'll do three of next season. He's a huge part of why the show looks the way it looks and, and, and feels the way it feels. And But he's he's a director I met with, and, and the minute he walked in, I said to... I said to Brian, who works on the show too, Brian Bachrath, I said, that's the guy. That's the guy, because he just immediately understood what we needed to do to be consistent with the world that we were coming out of, but give it a new visual flavor, right. a new visual flair. He understood that, and he understood how to do that in France, and, and a huge part of it. Knock, well, knock. It's, it's great, because it, there's, there's elegance and grace and romanticism in Europe to begin with. So to be able to take some of that and inject it into the show makes a huge difference. I agree. So, Scott, you have all these Walking Dead shows happening now in different cities and different countries. So how much interconnectivity is there? In the, like, we saw there's a connection to Walking Dead World Beyond here, right? In well, terms Shana of what's happening with these spoilers. experiments of these walkers. Me too. 
So will what's happening to Daryl and Francis <laughs> that could impact you know, Negan me. and Maggie in New York or Rick and Michonne? <laughs> is the one who, uh, the ones who talk the other going to be talking too much? Something no. or someone came back <laughs> that seems to maybe reference Absolutely something that's happening in the States, but how much interact, interconnectivity oh, like are we a new see? view here. I mean, you know me. I'm going to play with it, actually. <laughs> I'm not going well. to tell you, but uh, oh, uh, I guess... Maybe some. That is the most gimple answer. Oh, I'm sorry. The, ever. The, the maybe is, period some. Maybe period some. Uh, italicize some. Okay, I'll do um, it. Just as far as the world beyond piece, which in some ways was like independent of world beyond, it was sort of this just like universe tag at the end. There is this mythology of what happened early on in France, and we talked about it okay. extensively early on. This and is juicy. The thing about having that mythology, having that sort of lockdown idea of what it is, as the show develops, as the show evolves, you know, David's turning dials. He's emphasizing things, he's de-emphasizing things, he's making it his own. There is a lot that happened, and there are characters in this show that are either tangentially or directly involved in those things that happened, and, uh, you know, we're going to learn more about that, too. As far as the greater universe, it is all connected. And uh, I hope to connect it even more. What say we? Julian describes that whole thing as simple. We're going to take a few audience questions. I know there's a mic set up there. I don't know if there's another one, but there's one there. You guys can start. Thanks, Julian. If you want, we'll try to get a few in. While people are lining up, we also took some audio, some social questions, and I have one here for Norman. This is I don't know. This is on Twitter X. I don't know what it's called anymore. Okay, this is from at Redis Network, and wants to know from Norman what scene in Daryl. Dixon was the toughest to film, what scene was the most fun to film? That's kind of interesting because toughest can mean a lot of things. It could mean emotionally, it could mean logistically, it could mean physically. Uh, in, but what was the scene that really uh, stretched I'm, I'm ambivalent about Anna Valeri, by the way. Wow. Uh, wow. She's a powerful character. I think character. the hardest scene you haven't seen yet, it was between uh, me and Louis, uh, who plays Laurent. Uh, so it's Louis. Okay. We did that, Louis. We Listen, did that scene. We will not be bashing World Beyond today. Four times, and I just I had, to, I had to call it. I was like, I felt horrible. In episode five. Oh, yeah, you did see it. You in episode five. Oh, oh, so he's oh, referring right. to this five. yelling at Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Louis uh, it's the Sigliuski scene where he long. cuts the rope. I find out that he cut the rope and the boat escaped. That's the toughest scene. Uh, and, and I'm screaming at him, and I'm like... Like I was like yelling at him. I was like, oh, Bev, nobody says stuff. anything. I was like going uh, at it, him, and his like, he's, like his lips started quivering, and like yep. a little tear was forming, and half of me is like, nice, and then the other half of me is like, I feel like a jerk. You know, I, I hugged him like a hundred times that day. But hey, that it's like scene, I said, it would happen. Was really mm-hmm. fun. I mean, not like that. Uh, no, the most fun I'm scene? drunk and I'm short and I know things. Did I have fun on this? I had fun. You had fun. Hmm. It, was, it was when you were beating the, the shit out of, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, you were pretty psyched at the Walker Orchestra. Nova came and you were pretty psyched that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. Um, I, you know, I'm having fun on all of it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I'm having a really good time. I'm like learning things about myself. I'm learning things about how the show works. I'm, I'm a producer now, so I'm like on tech scouts and Zoom meetings. And <laughs> all that super boring shit. It, it, is, it is so awesome after all these years to be on the, these Zoom meetings and there's Norman. Yeah. And it's like, take a look at this. Yeah, and I'm like oh, biting my tongue, calm. and I want to flip a chair over. Uh, but it's it's fun. I have to. I have to. You know, I have. You know, I'm a boss now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of cool. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get to a few audience questions. We got uh, microphones lined up. Start right here to the right. Hello, tell us audience name and question. question. Yes, my name is Sarah. Um, you probably heard us 
couple times said that we love your hair. So I was wondering, at the beginning of The Walking Dead, Daryl had short hair. And then it just grew and it became a part of the character and it really sits well and it moves well with the character. Like it, it, it belongs, like the hair belongs to the character. So I was wondering if that was a personal decision that you decided to grow your hair and it just brought it into the show or Daryl's character had to grow and you adopted it to your personality. I, I just figured like Supercut shut down in an apocalypse. <laughs> uh, Scott Wilson and I had a thing. We were like, don't cut it. You know, it, what bothered me sometimes on the other show was like uh, people's pants got tighter. You know, like all this stuff, and I, we, and if you remember, like you know where that show went, it, it just got everybody got more and more feral, everybody. Like, more and okay. more um, I, I, you, know, you know, about the hair. Do you remember we talking? We talked about the hair at the beginning. I wasn't sure if I had made a fatal mistake because I did say I was thinking, Norm, when they bring you in to clean you up at the Abbey. Maybe they cut your oh. hair, and we go back to like season that would have been two. A good we did talk about it. Norm yeah, was like, then, then "I don't was think so." Called, there was and I was show, like, "Uh oh, call oh. my agent." No, Bridget says people ran the hell up there when they said, <laughs> "Look who's talking questions. over there." Um, but the uh, the there was a show called Felicity. I don't know if you remember Ooh, this. Show. I love Felicity. And this sort of came into the discussions. Like supposedly she. Cut her says, Felicity hair Barrow. off, and then the show went downhill. And the world <laughs> freaked out, Aww. and David Ro Russell had to apologize to the world. And, like it just kind of put the fear in me for a second. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, never say never if it makes sense. You know what I mean? Maybe if maybe if he gets some place where he's settled, then who fucking knows? I don't know. I, I will say, language. Season four, your big push. Season four of The Walking Dead. You were like, in the prison, I want to walk up to a mirror and cut my own no, hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did I think then. He was, At that Beth, point, I, think I he did, was but then referring the story to Andrew Lincoln. changed, and I'm like in the woods, and I'm <laughs> savage, Andrew Lincoln and it didn't fat. make sense. You know, we've talked about it like a million times, like Zabel and my mother. Well, personally, I, I love it. I think it goes with you. Silence your phone. Well. Um, I, I realize, I, now that you're asking the question... I'm so glad I didn't talk him into cutting his hair because you would all be so angry, it appears. I, like, there would be a I, lot of hostility in the room if I had w done. won that argument. Yeah, I mean, forever. It, it's, sometimes I think about it just on a personal level because uh, I mean, it looks, I just look better covered in blood. You know what I mean? So, who, who knows? Maybe one day, who knows? The walking all right, let's, let's, let's get another question over here. Let's move on. We got a long line. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Hi. Oh, you're saying um, you're skinnier? Norman, I want to thank you. I for hate something. when they. Awesome take pictures for themselves. Uh -oh. <laughs> you might remember a woman named Susan Whitred, my old veteran. I'm cracking up at how her phone is. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I kind of do. You did is he just recording right now? See, yeah, um, I, I, I hate when people do this. Oh my too. god, it was part of leading this effort. So gauche, but people do it all the time. So who cares? Decline cats in New York, mm. which meant a lot to me because I had a cat. Uh, who I got to caught when she was young. And I asked the vet, I hear people say, you know, you shouldn't do it. Why? Because I, I had a cat that oh was caught and she didn't seem to notice. And they said, well, later in life, sometimes they get like mm -hmm. arthritis. But don't no, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna speed you up here a little bit. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm on, I'm a great yeah. cause. I got three cats, I'm with you 100%, but we got a lot of people yeah. waiting. Uh, by the way, my cat lived to 23 and was in agony. So she filmed it, Susan, and thank you so much. Yeah, yeah I, okay. I've seen the rats in New York. I'm not gonna take his paws out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Beauty. All right, thanks so much. Appreciate it. If you ask a question, tell us your name and ask a question. I know, Pat. Yes, my name is Joseph. I was curious, like, after all these uh, sequel shows. I love his sweater. Look, it's sparkling. Point, it's all going to come together. Would y'all revive the Walking Dead series, or would y'all do a different sequel type of show? Interesting, Scott. A lot, of, a lot of shows sort of end and then come back. We see that all the time these days in terms of the Mothership show. Well, uh, that isn't specifically planned. It would be good, though, to see. Wait, wait it would be, well, that'd be good, too. But it'd Let be me good. write down my notes. The, the dream would be that these shows somehow converge in some way, narratively. What do you mean the dream? Uh, oh, man, there's no real the plan. Back, right. well, What's wrong with that? We're already talking revivals. I mean, I'm okay uh, with that, but just... I'm, I'm not lost. against it. I'm going to yeah, get fired. All right, I'm let's, so uh, going to get fired. Go right over here. Hi, my name is Brennan Wong, and I, I have got a question for Norman Reedus. So at the end of the season finale, well, somewhat at the end, when Norman was looking at... I keep mispronouncing his name, Lamont or whatever, between Lamont and... Laurent. Laurent. Just say Laurent. Laurent. You're what fine. You he did he put that M in him? I you stay in France like, and protect what? the people. He called him Lamont. Lamont? Yes, or would you rather <laughs> Lamont go Hill. back to Commonwealth <laughs> to where all of your original family, friends, and loved ones are there? Would you make that promise thinking that you're going to come back? So which one would you have decided if you had to make that choice? What would Daryl do? Or what would Norman do? What would do? Norman do? What would Daryl do? Uh, I, I, I mean, you notice, like, behind him, all those walkers are standing up. Like, I, I kind of uh, couldn't leave him there. You know what I mean? You know what? I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. So there but, we go. But, but even if the walkers weren't there, like, would you still like, make the decision to <clears throat> go back to Commonwealth or just stay in France with the, the people at Nest? Maybe I'd grab him and take him with me since there's a bunch of people trying to kill him. That, that, that works. Yeah, Man, that, I don't you know like this. Saying? I don't yeah. like this at all. I don't right, want to know. I interrupted enough yeah. so Over I here, don't uh, know what's going on. Uh, yeah, I stopped listening. I completely you stopped cool. listening. What's your name? Annalise. Oh, Annalise, what's your question? She's adorable. This is for Norman at the end of the show. Okay, so let's... Oh, I thought she was going well, we'll see. You should uh, watch I'll sign that right now. Text. Come here. Yeah. She's just saying that. Right She's just saying that because it looks like little Bridget. Just Annalise, everyone. So just Annalise. Cute. Well, Dalton, just go to the next question. In the meantime, I thought he was going to marry me. Now he's going to marry her. She's dressed for it already. It's all set. That is saying Laurent needs. Uh, Look at that. To tough, Look at that, everyone. Laurent just needs to be himself. Awesome. I'm Don't sell that. I'm, I'm one of those guys who doesn't uh, think right, everybody listen, needs uh, to know We, we can't do more questions, but I do just want to give a shout-out to Carl and Negan over here. Yes. Yeah. All right, Carl, give us one question, Carl. All right. Um, I want to know, my name is Will, and I want to know how it's been growing with your character, you know, having The Walking Dead end and then coming back for Agreed, this Winter Fire. Sequel. How has that been for you, Norman? I'd never really mm -hmm. done television before this. And, you know, I ran into a friend of mine the other day who lives here in New York, and he's like, he's like, dude, I remember when you were like, hey, I'm going to be in Georgia for probably like four weeks or so. Come visit me. <laughs> right? That's what I, I thought I was going to get killed off this show, for sure. I had no plans to do this, but, and I've done oh. a lot of movies, but. Winter Fire, Destiny. Like you're in people's living that. room. Every Great Sunday, concept. they really get to know you. They really think they know you. I, I kind of like aging in front of people and i, I kind of oh, do it, it's kind of like this crazy social experiment for me you, you, you know? like wine if it helps yeah <laughs> wait what'd you say <laughs> will is flirting <laughs> like, oh like wine oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, French I like thing. Wine. yeah yeah um but the uh but but it, i 
I, you know, I'm trying to take all the with, things. He's, he's a married a man, you hussy or husser. I've learned from Rick. I've learned from Herschel. And, and, mm. and it's, it's, you know, we've talked about it on the show. Like Scott and I have talked about it. David and I have talked about it. Greg and I have talked about it. Like even after he got bit, Daryl started off one way, right? And he's <laughs> he's becoming he's smart. Walking Dead Eternal. I hope we get to see that first move anymore. Like so, I'm taking all these things that I've learned. And I'm kind of Agreed. learning about this business more and more in real time as I'm doing it. So it's, it's all kind of a weird sort of acid trip for me. And I'm having a really good time, you know? And people are like, you know, when are you gonna like cut your hair and play a lawyer? I'm like, I don't know, who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I like playing this one. So as long as you guys will have me, I'll probably keep doing it. That's really cool. Just I love so you it. You guys know, and I think you guys know this. Uh, Linda, Walking Dead Destiny is a what if video game. You all have been to these cons the where you go, no one gets more amped up for this than Norman Reedus. He loves being in a room with you guys. Yeah, I miss you guys. So I miss much. Doing this. And, and I mean, this whole day has been amazing. And after that ending we saw with Carol, I think everyone's like so amped for season two. I just, Woo! yeah, I just. I just kind of wish, instead of just talking about it, we could actually see some of season two. Scott, like, any chance like we can see any? Uh, well, like I said, you know, I, I really, you know, would prefer no spoilers, anything like does. that. You this know. is what he does. He's like, that's weeks. First you kill Rosita, and now this. I don't, like, <laughs> I might have to. Come on, oh, I mean, like, man. Would you guys like to see some from season yeah. two? Yeah. What? Would we're getting some like season two? That? No, we're not. We're probably going to get cut we off. We pinky promise okay, we okay. okay. Oh, you and twisted that, that arm. Some. Look at that. You twisted that all right we have an exclusive teaser footage from season two of daryl dixon and this is only being shown in this room no one else is seeing this it's just for you and it also features a very special introduction let's take a look let's not take a look everybody so let's switch me over to twitter daryl dixon s2 sneak peek jamie's in the audience uh, um it's jamie on x bridget says preface by melissa oh preface by melissa there's so there's a preamble by melissa for the, the s2 teaser i'm trying to see if there's anything i might have missed because i don't know if it's on a tape delay by the way the live stream <laughs> unlike darrow who's got to make that choice between uh, whether to leave or stay we don't have that choice our time is up uh we have to leave so it's like sorry laurent they're making us get on the boat uh i want to thank scott gimple david zabel greg nicotero and norman Reedus. thank you for being here today thank and hanging guys. out with all of us Get back to work on season two, gentlemen. A big thanks to you for all coming out. The season finale of Daryl Dixon airs this Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern on AMC, AMC Plus. Have a great con. You guys have been awesome. It's super fun. Have a good one. Thank you guys so much. One more time, New York Comic Con makes a noise to these folks on stage. Winterfire, do you mean season two of um, Dead City? Or do you mean season two of... Daryl Dixon. Winterfry says, I mean, someone who can always who can make walkers into energy is always invaluable. Hey, listen. And it's also like a negative because they're fighting over that resource, both the Dama and whom we call Smokey, but as the president of the New Babylon Federation. Stuff like that makes me tense. When you fight over resources and you fight bloody wars. Uh, and you know what? We're kind of going through it right now, aren't we? A lot of people speculated that there'll be a reunion in the last episode, but there isn't one thing. Goodness. Okay. Walking Dead Eternal says, are they going to make season two of the Tales of the Walking Dead? I had heard Walking Dead Eternal, and I I wish I had the article with me, but I heard they decided not to go forward with more tales for the walking... More tales 
what is it more tales in the walking dead universe of the walking dead universe so which is what they were going to call the sequel of uh, the second season that's what i heard but i'd have to get the article until they really say it officially i don't really count them out uh okay so sarah beth pollock has a statement from Melissa mcbride on the return i've known that I've known there was much more to be told of Carol's story as I felt her so unsettled when we last saw her. As she watched her best friend Daryl ride away apart or hopefully together, the stories run deep. So excited to continue Carol's journey here. The team of storytellers have done amazing work to land these two established characters in an entirely new world to them. And I'm loving the discoveries. Thanks, Sarah Beth Pollock on X, who is also available on What to Watch Now on X as well. Alani says, no, oh, no more tales. I was hoping for more. Uh, and yeah, Mitchell says AMC has shelved Tales of the Walking Dead. I haven't heard anything from more Tales of the Walking Dead universe. Yeah, I mean, it's the same principle, essentially. Yeah, I'm one um, of the few that liked Tales and was looking forward to another season to find more stories of characters we never met. So I'm frustrated. Obviously, you know, we liked it because we like everything. <laughs> We're Walking Dead universe apologists. We'll like everything, everybody. Okay, so Janae would be interested in the Croat. That, I, you know, I don't know if she'd be that interested in the Croat. She seems like a woman of a particular taste. Home of Tales was hoping for more. Walani says, oh, I know, me too, right? We, did you not enjoy our, our breakdown of Tales of the Walking Dead? Carol Pelletier is one of the best female characters ever adapted and changed. Um, honestly, if I'm being very honest, I'm feeling very close to saying yes on that statement of the characters on the show. But then again, I'm a Morgan stan, so that's more of a personal connection. Oh, me man, I, too. I so okay. people on my ex feed are not liking the name change and i don't either uh honestly I don't, i'm it's just too much it's way too I, much can can i just say just to be fair we had said when we heard about this series being called the walking to daryl dixon we did not like yeah it. let's start let's start there yeah. it's good to start there first <laughs> so then because it's the name it's like okay oh it's not very creative it's kind of like low effort you know what I mean? So now that it's being called The Walking Dead, hold on, let's let's do this. The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, the Book of Carol. I would I would be, you know what, Takira, I would break even by them saying, just call it a new series, a new spinoff called The Walking Dead, Book of Carol. Take out too many, there's too many the thes. Too many the thes. So, okay. The Walking Dead World is like, The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, The Book of Carol. You're not complaining enough, Jeffrey, and I know you're capable, Okay. Okay. <laughs> she said, Complain more, Jeffrey. One of my friends said, from a writing perspective, this new title, and then she wrote the whole title out, is a mm. fucking nightmare. <laughs> I'd be fine if it was a, if a, I mean, they're filming now. So, I mean, it's obviously a working title, but I don't, they can maybe, they can maybe pull up on the yoke just before the series begins, right? Or series. Maybe it is a series. It should, it should be a series. But it sounds like this series, fina this season finale is so good, according to Bridget, that they might as well end the season or the series with that Francis sixth episode. Under attack from Carol. They're doomed. <laughs> I heard. Yeah, I heard sorry. That. I know you can hear them. <laughs> Richie, Richie said as, as soon as France was under attack by Carol. They're doomed. <laughs> Agreed. No <laughs> disagreement there. Um, unfortunately, oh. Walani. Unfortunately. Uh, that was called. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You were there, Walani, when we were complaining about the name for The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, too. I remember you were there in our Discord. And if you want to join our Discord, if you commit to a dollar a month on either Kofi or Patreon, you can join our Discord. We have many conversations like this. This dumb conversation that we had about the I'm laughing at Winterfire. Uh, instead of the ones who live, how about Rick Michonne and the CRM? No, see, 
No, we thought of a better. Remember, we thought of a better name for the ones who live. I think it was like not a better name as in actually better, but actually terrible. <laughs> so I think it was. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was the Walking. Hold on, here we go. The Walking Dead, Rick Grimes, <laughs> Michonne, the Civic Republic military, and whoever the hell, whoever the FLs wants to come on the. Sh- That's the title of the show. <laughs> the Walking Dead. Yeah, because you have to start with the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, Rick Grimes, Michonne, Hawthorne, <laughs> Civic Republic, Military, and whoever else will be on this show. So season three will be The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, The Book of Carol, Where the Hell is Dog? And and Donnie Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, no, go I'll, find uh, Connie. And Disabelle Diz- Forever. Sorry, just to pull up there. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, not going to go that hard. I like I like you, Kira, but sometimes I have to not like you so much. You know, it's like, it's not my fault. I slowed that uh, Rick Hand thing all the way down and played it and replayed it and paused it and screenshotted it and all kinds of stuff. I swear it looks like a hand to me. Yeah, la-di-da. Uh, yeah, so we did that a couple times when we were looking at the trick. Actually, probably three times. Two on the vertical video, the 9x16, and once on the 16x9. And I can see a world in which that is a lack of hand. Mm-hmm. But I can I can also see that it's so blurred down that maybe... Because it, it looks like... Thing, it could look like... Fingers, thing, yeah. Being sped up, yeah. The way he moved his hand really quick to like prepare for that swing he was doing... I'm also surprised that for a show that's coming out in February and there's six episodes, I thought there would be more of a teaser. This makes me a little nervous. Then again, it's what? It's October, so November, December, March. Yeah, it's four months away. Didn't we have a little bit more on Daryl Dixon four months before it it started airing? Okay, yes, I see it. Mitchell, nicely done. (laughs) Mitchell says, The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, The Book of Carol, colon, The Search for Connie. (laughs) First of all, I don't like this premise because that means Connie's in danger. But second, I like the fact that Carol is helping Daryl look for his girlfriend. This is true. Yes. How it should be. I didn't say that. <laughs> I just <trying> this. <laughs> Slowing it down is as useful as watching the Negan Circle. Negan Circle over and over. Oh, the Negan Circle. The Negan Circle. Hmm? The Negan Circle. Do you mean like the lineup? I can't even tell you what that just made me think of because it's. I know. I'm thinking like Circle. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and Negan circle though. jerk? You know. Shauna, you have a dirty mind that you didn't even know you did <laughs> have a dirty mind. Anyway, whatever. I want a full trailer, damn it. Yeah. Listen, what am I doing right now? I could end this stream right now because I don't know from Bridget. I don't is there gonna be a one the ones who live the panel? I don't I don't really know. Negan circle jerk. Do you happen to see anything about the clones? The clones. You're talking about Orphan Black? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? Let's look up a trailer for that. Why not? I know some of us do like the clones from Orphan Black, which stars Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, what is yeah. What is her name? Uh, uh, Jessica Jones? Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter. <laughs> Kristen Ritter. It's called Orphan Black Echoes. Yeah. Helena is my favorite clone. I forget which one is my favorite. Listen, I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> I have a huge crush on Tatiana Maslany. She's beautiful. Oh, my... Yeah, she's adorable. Mm-hmm. She's incredibly talented. Okay, here we go. I, got, I do have a trailer for Orphan Black Echoes, actually. Hands so let's down, watch. Helena, guys. <laughs> she's she's staking her claim, everybody. <laughs> it's on BBC, actually. Oh, sorry, AMC. AMC. What? Yeah, that's well, that's why they're playing it. <laughs> I didn't well, even realize it was on AMC. I don't know why. Well, they've been they've been pushing their uh, back catalog of Orphan Black for a while now on AMC+. Yep. You're awake. 
Was I asleep? Not exactly. Is that Rose Byrne? Can you tell me your name? I think. Can you tell me what year it is? What's wrong with me? Why don't I know who I am? You may feel a little disoriented. You've been through a procedure. What procedure? A more horror take on Orphan Black. Mm -hmm. I'm into it. I think Cosima I'm partial to. I do really like Cosima too. Listen to this soundtrack. It sounds a lot more like um, what is it called? Uh, Westworld. Oh, it? yeah. Wait, is she? It is. We have to Tatiana Maslany there. Is that her? I'm forcing myself to watch the review. Okay, okay. The IWTV showed a trailer. To, uh, well, and we're showing it now. Did you hear the audiobook that Tatiana Maslany recently made, Orphan Black, the next yep, chapter? Yep, and I'm going to listen. I did not, but I would do anything for her. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think it's a podcast, if I'm not mistaken. Is it really? Oh, wow. Oh, I think they may have that as well. Kristen Ritter. Yes, Walani. Kristen Ritter. Who, by the way, if you, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, she does have a... a couple episode roles in there that show it's great she's good the audiobook's on youtube oh, oh the audiobook is on youtube she, he's saying guys i wish there was a panel on the walking dead R the rick and michonne it's also michonne a podcast sorry oh okay yeah i think it's also a podcast or is it what he's talking about the um next chapter is the next chapter a podcast or is it just a separate thing oh no it looks like they're telling a story okay yeah my boss is asking me, are you okay? Because I, I took a two-hour lunch, <laughs> a two-and-a-half-hour lunch break. <laughs> Guys, I've been on here for two hours and 24 minutes, so yeah, that's probably about it. Plus another 15 minutes for setup. My, this is like a three-hour lunch break. This is like the longest I've been at lunch and feel kind of hungry, actually. So, all right, I'm going to do this. Thank you guys for staying here. I wish there was a uh, Walking Dead, Rick Grimes, Michonne Hawthorne, Civic Republic military panel for you guys to enjoy <laughs> but there's not listen they barely scraped together this because they could only have non-actors technically people that were involved with the production as part of the sag agreement so they so they can actually get this together so thank you for being here if you haven't already please consider subscribing to our youtube channel or wherever you're watching this now enabling notifications all notifications so you don't miss a thing because you know a lot of people did when we got on because they haven't enabled notifications and uh we really appreciate being here if you want to be involved in really really cool things like this in the future consider following us on kofi or patreon absolutely free to join us in our recording sessions because we're not always live streaming sometimes we have these tightly edited episodes that you can be a part of in the real time chat there no lag and other than that Consider joining a membership tier so that you can get access to our Discord, at the very least for a dollar a month, which really ends up making us only 60 cents after these. <laughs> but it's not about the money. It really isn't. It's about commitment. It's about wanting to be a part of something that is pretty special. We go deep, give you news, and sometimes, basically all the time, we get you to laugh. It's our thing. We like making you laugh. They broke me laughing. I did. Literally, we tore her stomach open <laughs> twice and caused an infection, I think. <laughs> because of that and i'm threatening to do it now walani thank you mitchell thank you for all the info aiden you're probably still not there but i appreciate the info you guys forwarded my way throughout the entire event have a great one guys thank you for sticking around and look out for the audio podcast it'll be heavily heavily edited 
<laughs> as usual. I uh, wish Bridget luck too at her first New York Comic Con. Yes. And consider following her Kofi account, which is ko-fi.com slash Punky Brewster. That's P-U-N-K-Y-B-R-U-I-S-E-T-E-R. And of course, thank you to Kira for jumping on at the last second. You can find her at ko-fi.com slash Connie Dixon, the number four L-Y-F-E. That's Connie Dixon for life. Yes, uh, we showed a fear teaser. And it was just a it was just a scene from the show, and it was Madison finally seeing Victor for the first time. But it there's a twist. So like normally I would have I would have said, oh my god, why are they showing this to me? But there's a twist to this clip. So you can go to the Walking Dead's YouTube channel, and hopefully you're in a region that can watch it. Other than that, thank you so much. We'll see you very soon. Hopefully we will we may be on here in the next couple of days <laughs> to do this again, depending on what we have available for you i have bridget trying to post things from our accounts our squawking dead account which you can follow too by the way consider following there and enabling notifications so you don't miss any of those posts on instagram twitter x threads blue sky slasher locals if you you know what locals is locals.com we really want people to follow us on on kofi and patreon anyway bye guys we'll see you very soon thank you so much we love you we're glad you got to enjoy this have a good one i hope i don't get fired (laughs) 